Hi, this is George Denholm. And this is Dustin Weber. Welcome to the 5x2 Podcast, where each week we discuss Christian discipleship. We hope that you'll find this podcast interesting and informative, but also challenging as you strive to grow in your discipleship to Jesus, our Lord and Savior. For this episode, we welcome a few 8th grade ladies from Explore, which is our confirmation instruction program here at St. Peter's. We welcome Sydney, Anna, and Kirsten as we discuss Christmas. To get us started, can each of you just kind of tell us a little bit about yourselves? Anna, you want to start? As said, my name is Anna. I do cheer and track. I do track for Central Middle School, which is across the street from St. Peter's. A lot of people know my grandparents, actually, Sue and Larry Nordman, for their kind attributes. My mom is the librarian here, and my dad is just a normal office worker. (laughs) All right, your mom is the librarian, but she used to be a teacher, right? She did used to be a teacher at St. Bartholomew for about 20 years. Do you know, what was her grade that she taught or a subject? Yeah, so she taught middle school uh, for English language arts. English language arts. All right. And who's next? Kirsten? Yeah, my name is Kirsten, and I play volleyball at St. Peter's. And I play track, and like Anna said, it's at Central Middle School. And my mom, she also works in the school. She's a teacher's aide, and she subs for teachers when they're on maternity leave and stuff. And also, I just like to bake and stuff in my free time. Awesome. Now, your mom used to be a school counselor, though, right? Was that that her her training? All right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. And what does your dad do? My dad is in the Air Force. Okay. Yeah. All right. My name's Sydney. I'm an eighth grader, as he's already said. And uh, I play basketball and volleyball here at St. Peter's. My mom is the assistant principal at St. Peter's, and my dad's another teacher at North High School. And I like to participate in 4-H in the summer. So, like, ladies, you all have connections to school people, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That must mean that you love school, and you just want to keep going to school forever and ever, right? Totally. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're getting close to a break. We're getting close to Christmas break. So, so maybe we can maybe get like a little bit of focus on that. As we're thinking about Christmas break, we go through next Tuesday is our last day. Yeah. yeah. And then we're off for how long? You got the days counted out? Uh, like two weeks, I think. Like two and a half weeks. Two and a half weeks. Something Two and a half weeks. All right. So is there anything big planned for that time, that break? Uh, like ladies, you mentioned volleyball, was it? No, no, is is there volleyball going on during you have like club games or anything i have club volleyball during the break yeah we have those early practices (laughs) i only do volleyball for st peter's so i don't have any volleyball over break no volleyball so there's no sports for you anna or for you kirsten but uh, so club volleyball has early what do you yeah like early practices at like 7 a.m and where are your practices seymour (laughs) Oh, yikes. Yeah. So you got to get up real early yeah. to get down to Seymour. It's an back. early morning, wow. yeah. All right, so Anna, do you have anything planned during break or just laying around watching TV? Or uh, We do a lot, a lot of family gatherings. So my f- uh, family from St. Louis slash Florida come up to Indiana, and they stay at my grandparents. And so we always do usually a Christmas opening. But my uncle is actually a pastor, so he has to come after Christmas. So we do a Christmas after that, and we always do a Christmas morning brunch with my nana. All right. And so, Kirsten, what do you guys plan on doing? 
Every year on Christmas, we have it at my great-grandma's house, and she lives right across the street from my grandma. So we spend the night there, and then we walk over, and then, like, everyone on my dad's side of the family is there. And then we go up to Michigan, Bay City, for my mom's side of the Christmas. All right. And, Cindy, besides early morning practices, (laughs) what else is going on during break for you? Um, During Christmas morning, it's just us family, and then my grandpa comes over for brunch usually. And then my great grandma comes in the afternoon, and it's all at our house. It's usually. all at your house. You're you're the host. Yeah, and then the 26th, my grandpa takes all of his grandchildren out to Lutheran Lake, and we have a cabin out there, and we spend the night and have the same dinner every single year. So when what is that dinner? It's ham loaf, and we make our own ham loaf and cheesy mashed potatoes. So. How do you make a ham loaf? It's, it's like uh like ha- part ham part pork i think and then breadcrumbs and like eggs and stuff so it's like a meatloaf but with ham instead of just hamburger yeah all right yeah so that's what you're going to do during break we've been talking the last couple weeks about preparations we talked to somebody about advent preparations and preparations for christmas worship services are there some special things your families do to get ready for christmas so like you're having people over your house so obviously you're cleaning but are there some other things you guys do to get ready for christmas and i'm not going to go in order just jump in here where you'd like to Uh, Yeah, absolutely. So for my family, we always start decorating like a week after Thanksgiving. My grandma's all into Christmas, so I always help her get her stuff set up so that way she's ready for the holidays because my cousins, like I said, stay over there while we host all like the food stuff. All right. Now, you mentioned your cousins. They're the ones from out of state. Don't you have a grandma here in in Columbus also? Yes, I have two. Both of my grandparents are from Columbus, actually. One's my neighbor, conveniently, and then the other lives right by Columbus Regional Hospital. Okay. And do you do anything with that side of the family? I didn't hear that Um, earlier. So it's just mostly my nana and then my mom's brother, Tyler, and that's my only family that I have on that side. Okay. So little bigger on the other side yes all right all right and then who else what yeah how, how do you prepare we decorate right after thanksgiving we get our tree right after thanksgiving we have a real tree and we all go as a family and then we all decorate it with lights and then put all the ornaments on and it's really fun and we usually like once a week we get the, our advent calendar like we have like the candlesticks and stuff and we usually light those in the middle of our table for like, the advent wreath yeah where do you guys go for your tree we usually went to Towers, but then it closed, and so now we just go to Lowe's, and they have really good selection there. All right, good all right. There. It's, it's good. All right. Do you have a real tree? We have Anna? a real tree. We get a real tree every year. We went somewhere in Franklin this year, actually, and it was really quick and easy because right. we used to go to Towers. All right, so Kirsten, you're last. What do you guys do to prepare for Christmas? Um, like they both said, we put up our decorations after Thanksgiving break, and then we started this tradition over the past couple years where we make a bunch of cookies and one type of fudge, and then we put them in little boxes with cards, and we give them out to our neighbors. Oh, that's kind of nice. nice. So do you have a real tree? No, we have a fake tree. A fake tree, because you're yeah. gone up to Michigan and that, yeah. so you can't leave that real tree there. All right, so that's how you prepare. Now, you've told us some of the things you do at Christmas and how you prepare for it. What is the thing you're looking forward to the most this Christmas? Something special happening this Christmas? 
I mean, honestly, I don't want to just say gifts because that seems really bad. <laughs> but, is, but you could say but that. I love gifts. I'm asking for a ton of clothes this year, and I love receiving clothes from any of my family members, and I love receiving anything. I also am a huge gift giver, so I love buying gifts for other people. Like, I even got my mom and dad gifts this year, and that's what I love. You even did? Is it the first year, <laughs> yes, yes, is, is the it the first year you've done I, it? I always get my sister Audrey a gift, but I don't always get my parents a gift. So, so you've got some money now. You can do that. Mm-hmm. Well, and so, you know, we've talked before on our show about the love languages, and some people's love language is just that. It's gift-giving or gift-receiving. Yeah. So and that's yours, right? Gift-giving? <laughs> totally. All right, totally. All right. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I have, this year, I have my gifts set out for, like, to give away to my whole family, and they're actually pretty good gifts this year. This first year we've, like, done, everybody gets, like, every single person in, like, my household family gifts, and I feel pretty good about it this year. So what did you do in past years? Did it change uh, Well, names? usually just the siblings got the parents' gifts, okay. but, like, oh. now each sibling is getting each sibling a gift. So you're so. all getting each other gifts. All yeah. right. So there's a lot of gifts this year. Yeah. All right. All yeah, right. That's good. Kirsten? Yeah, I get my sister a present. And last year, well, every year, I guess, whenever I go shopping with my dad and I try and buy a present for somebody, he says, no, it's all right. I'll buy it for you. And then, but this year, I'm like actually buying some presents with my own money. And I'm also looking forward to just being with family and. Yeah, opening the presents, like Anna said. <laughs> All right. Thanksgiving always has a special foods, but like different families have different things they do at Christmas. Is there a Christmas food you really, really, really like? My grandma's apple pie, by far, absolutely. That's a Christmas food? <laughs> it's just, it's so good, I can't even. Like, it's, it's our Christmas food, or cranberry salad. She's very yeah. into cranberry salad. Okay, All right. My dad makes these homemade rolls, and oh, they're like yeah, my good. favorite. Oh. Mm-hmm. And he makes them like only for special holidays, and Christmas is one of Christmas them. Christmas is yeah. one of those. All My right. grandma does that. All it right. may not really be like a Christmas food, but we always have like breakfast either before or after we open the presents. And I really like my uncle's biscuits and gravy that he makes. All right. Now, you said you made Christmas cookies and fudge to give to your neighbors. Yeah. Are there some Christmas cookie recipes that are like family favorites? Um, Some of them are from the family but sometimes we like don't have any left over, so we'll have to make more. And then we we make these norm- little Christmas tree cookies, and we normally bring those to the family get-togethers. All right. Like All right. Now, I'm going to make a bridge, and you may not see where well, this bridge is coming Well, first, from. George, so you can kind of combine those two questions for yourself, right? What you're looking forward to and your favorite food, because what you're looking forward to most of Christmas is food, right? <laughs> yes. And I, ladies, I don't know. I've shared this with Dustin, and maybe I think we might have said this with Julie when she was on our In our family, We've stopped giving gifts because everybody has everything they need. I shouldn't say we stopped giving gifts. We still give gifts to our grandkids. But our big thing is that we kind of celebrate with food. So each of us kind of brings a special food, and we just pick out. And we just eat, yes, eat, 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 eat a ton. So yeah. I always look forward to that. And then someday around Christmas, uh, we try to hit a weekday lunch. We go to Fogo de Chao. And that's the Brazilian steakhouse where they just keep Ooh, bringing you meat yes. and meat and meat. So but if you go at lunchtime, it's half price. Yeah. So we always figure out what day <gasps> around so what day around Christmas we can go as a family and we just go into a food coma. So <laughs> I, and then I have to repent for gluttony. 
So yeah, thank you for bringing it up, Dustin, and making me feel guilty. Yeah, sorry to mess up your transition. <laughs> yeah, but, you know. But, but go ahead. I, I, now I can transition back. Like, we're talking about preparing for Christmas, but our show is about how we as disciples prepare our lives to serve Jesus better. And so we mentioned earlier that all three of you are a part of our Explore, which is what we've done at St. Peter's in order to equip young people to make their profession of faith at their confirmation. So it's our confirmation instruction. So as you're going through this, are there other things? You guys are all in that class, but are some other things you do as you're preparing for confirmation? Uh, What do you do in the class? First, tell us a little bit about the class. Well, for our class, we start off always with like a game of some sort, usually some type of fun, like like a trivia game, yeah. trivia game, or something like where you're on a team with like eighth grade girls or mm-hmm. seventh grade girls or whatever. And then it kind of shifts in and kind of relates to our little message. And Mindy usually is the one that leads that when once a month we usually have a big family gathering where your parents come with you. And that's where it's like a big conversation like about bullying and stress and teen anxiety and stuff like that. And then we have our small group time and that's probably my favorite time. Yeah. Because you get to meet with you have about two small group leaders and then you have about six, would you say? Probably. Yeah. yeah. In your group. And you get to talk about how your day was, how your week been, like just all that. Yeah, you do like highs and lows. Yeah. So is that Sunday mornings? Is that when you do that? Yeah. Yes. I mean, and that's on top of whatever you would do for like the trek, which is the youth program, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. And so on Sunday mornings, then that meets every Sunday or? Every Sunday. Mostly every Sunday, except there's like, if we're on a break for school, then we won't have it. Okay, so there's nothing during the summer or like Christmas break, you won't have it. Yeah, no. But so even small groups, and and how are the small groups broken apart? We Um, filled out a survey, didn't we? In seventh grade, yeah, we kind of just like. Listed Put a couple names and Mindy was really good about putting us into groups. It's like eighth grade boys and eighth grade girls. There's a lot of eighth grade girls in our grade, and so they split it up into two separate groups. Okay, but usually it, it's based on grade and your gender, yeah. right? Yes. Yeah. So eighth grade mm-hmm. boys, eighth grade girls, seventh grade boys, seventh grade girls, in seventh yeah. and eighth grade? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And so are there other things you do besides the Sunday mornings? Are there any other activities that are involved in that? Oh, once a month on a Sunday, we have like a trek event, and it's something fun we do. Like one time we went to Urban Air, or like in this month, I think it was last week, we had like a Christmas party. Oh, yeah, we did. And it was like the five Golden Rings Olympics. Mm-hmm. All right. also we also we also have once a year uh, explore slash trek retreat and we go out to Camp Lakeview and like have this devotion time oh, yeah, and that's really fun. lots of games and lots of fun so yeah, yeah. And so did that when did that happen well it's going to happen it's January January. It's January it's coming up yeah, yeah. so you, you it's right so, before we go so back you to went school. last year in seventh grade and you're going again this year in eighth yeah. grade. And is it, it's for both classes at the same time? Yeah, last year it was actually separate, but this year they're combining both because we have the villages side and the regular camp side. So games will be more fun with more people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, let me back up. Have all of you been out to Camp Lakeview for another activity before? Who's been a camper at Camp Lakeview? <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, we've yeah. all, we've been, all camp. been campers. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, so now, are the three of you, are you in the same small group? Um, me and Sydney me are and in the Kirsten same group. Me and Kirsten are, yeah. I'm, I'm in a different one. <laughs> Did they ask not to be? No, no. no, no, no. <laughs> no I think so. <laughs> so when you, have you been together in a camp or a cabin at Camp Lakeview during the summer? Or um, do you usually go with other folks or? Um, I go with my cousin and I used to go with my sister, but then she got like too old. So she had to go to the yeah. villages and then. So okay. 
We actually went on a mission trip to West Virginia last summer. Kirsten, you didn't attend that. But a lot of our eighth grade girls did. Sydney was one, and we Mm -hmm. all stayed in a room together, so that was kind of like a camp. So what did you do for that servant event? It was a mission trip. Yeah, we went to West Virginia, and it's like a rural part of West Virginia. (laughs) And they, like, had a lot of food pantries and stuff that we could work at and serve. So we helped existing organizations. Yeah. So what did you learn from that? Uh, we definitely learned more about the community and how you really need to be grateful for what you have because seeing some of the, not extreme poverty, but seeing some of the other people struggling, you realize what you have and what other people don't. Yeah, I would definitely agree. And just like seeing, we had to paint a gym and a school and like seeing how much our school is so much I don't want to say better, but like <laughs> we're, so we're blessed. Yes, yes, we are. We, yeah. we are very blessed. Very here. blessed. Yeah. How much nicer? Yeah. Not nicer, but like how much they appreciate small things. Like when when we went and helped in a food pantry, they were so grateful just for our help, just mm-hmm. for our existence. So, will you go again? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm going to Guatemala in March of 2024 because mm-hmm. I just absolutely love mission trips. And where I'm going to New Orleans. New Orleans. With I'm going the, there too. With right. the venture. With the venture. With yeah. venture. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. So you guys are planning on mission trips in the future. Yeah. Kirsten, haven't been able to yet? Is that you got too um, many things going on? I think I might go to the New Orleans this year. We're kind of deciding yeah. right now. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, it's tough to do everything you want to do. So, <laughs> yeah. so you're, you're preparing for your confirmation, and you know. So there's the classes on Sunday. There's the youth group activities. There's some service mm-hmm. projects. Is there anything you have to do outside of class? Do you have to do anything at home? Well, once it gets close to like you're actually getting confirmed, you'll have to decide a verse that fits what you think can be your life motto, like something that you can look back on and be like, oh, yes, I still need to follow this. And this really helped me through. Yeah. So have you been thinking about that verse already? Um, I have been looking at <laughs> verses, but I haven't found the one. Like, definitely haven't found the one. Yeah, you haven't found the. It, it, what is going to happen when you find the one? Is like the, the angels are going to sing, <laughs> and, and, then you, and then you'll know. I think God will tell me when He knows that that's the verse for me. But right now, I'm just like. All right, so that's an interesting expression. Can I push that? How How do you think God would tell you that? Um, I really just think like if I'm ever reading my Bible, like I have the Bible app on my phone, and I'll be reading a random verse, and I'm like, oh, that's cool verse and i'm like oh would that be good for my confirmation i'm like just doesn't quite feel right you know so you think god kind of moved your feelings to, yeah yeah to absolutely. give you a little little bit of a nudge he's not going to say and i'll pick this <laughs> verse <laughs> 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 well it's kind of interesting that when you pick your own verse it, it can mean a lot more to you because then you know i picked this it, it means something to me I, when i was reading it i felt something different so nobody else has got any idea no still not uh, i have a little bit of an idea but it's like the be still and know that i'm god oh that's a great one yeah because i i've used that verse in the past to just like are you a nervous come. person that yes. you need to be i to i be, am be very self? much a nervous yeah. person do you know what verse that is it's psalm forty-eight ten, i think oh, or something. so you're gonna read that one and see if god, <laughs> god gives you the, gives that one see if that one's mine too oh, yeah well, you know, that is one of those things like your confirmation verse can be that comfort to you. It can be an encouragement to you. So don't forget. So mine is Romans one I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God into salvation for everyone that believes it, the Jew first and also the Greek. And so for me, it's always been the challenge not to be ashamed. 
if my verse is, I'm not ashamed, mm-hmm. am I sharing it or am I ashamed yeah. of it? So <laughs> it can be uh-huh. that challenge. It can be that comfort. Yeah. And so I think that's one of the things, too. And again, as you're reading your Bible, God sometimes will just kind of give you that nudge. The Holy Spirit kind of says, hey, think about this. So what are some other things you do personally to nurture your faith? Anna, you said you read the scripture. Uh, Yeah, so I have a Bible app on my phone, and there are, like, devotions that you can do on there that you can sign up for that are for free. Yeah, and my family, like, every morning before we go to school, we just, like, all get together and we do a little prayer about our day. Okay. Do you pray for each other or just pray in general? Yeah, we just pray. Well, if we know someone that's struggling, we'll, like, mention them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I use the Bible app, too, and every morning I do a devotion and, like, read the scripture that goes with it. And then on the way to school, me and my mom listen to, like, Christian music all the time. And, yeah. So I'm going to put you on the spot. Have you guys read some of the devotions that we did for Advent? We have that little Advent devotion oh, book. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've read some of those. Because did your sister write one? I think hers is like Christmas Eve, yeah. Christmas Eve. <laughs> so it was kind of cool that we we asked just people from the congregation of all ages to write, and everyone did a great job. And so they're pretty cool. Mm-hmm. We've used some of them in our staff devotions. Yeah, so. my family's been reading those. Yeah. 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 All right. So is there anything you're really looking forward to about getting confirmed? I'm really excited to actually be like, yes, I believe in God. It's not just my parents taking me to church every weekend, that it's my choice and You know, I was baptized as a baby, but like confirmation is saying that I believe and that it's my choice and that I really believe it's him being my father. That's great. Thanks. I would really agree with Anna, like claiming my own faith. And like one way I really am excited to do that is through venture and knowing that I'm not alone in my faith walk and there's people going to help me and lead me in the right directions. Absolutely. Yeah, I would say it's definitely important to like know that your faith is your own choice. And even though your parents want you to be a Christian and stuff, you want the same thing too. So now, you know, you mentioned that in venture you'll have other kids walking alongside of you. Mm-hmm. Will you stay with your small group when you move into high school? Or was it, did they get read it? You don't know? I don't think so. I think you get combined with the older kids that yeah. are already okay. in venture. It's kind okay. of a whole new world. Whole new. <laughs> so who are your small group leaders? Um, Rachel David and Jenny Whiteside. And Jenny Whiteside. And Caleb's aunt comes oh, about yeah. twice a week, I'd say. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Julie. Julie. Terry. <laughs> Julie Terry. Okay. Yeah. And, and did we miss anybody? Our group leaders are my mom and Kirsten's mom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> All right. You know, so you can't forget those people. Yeah. Well, and, and again, and that's one of the things that we're really grateful for all of those adults that walk alongside of our kids because uh, we have a lot of people that love you guys. And if you don't hear it all the time, there's plenty of people that are older that are praying for you. Mm-hmm. And when you get to the actual day of confirmation, your names will be on the bulletin. There will be people praying for you every day. So I just want to give you that encouragement. Dustin, you've been sitting here listening for a long time. We're getting close to the end. Uh, do you want to wrap us up with a few great thoughts? I don't know about great thoughts, but uh, no, it was just great hearing everything from you ladies and whether it's Christmas and traditions and things like that, or it's just encouraging for me to hear about all of you, your your desire to continue to grow in your faith and continue to walk with Jesus. And so that's just encouraging to hear. So very well done today. So thank you for being on. But yeah, I don't really have much more to add than that. Then they did a great job dealing with you, George. It's always, well, it's always a challenge. <laughs> it's always, it's always a challenge dealing with me. I, you know, I love working with youth and young adults. 
adults. Uh, one thing I just wanted, lady, thank you for sharing your faith and so being open mm-hmm. about it. Your commitment to growing in your faith so that you can make that statement is something all adults ought to remember too. Because sometimes we always think, well, I did that when I was in, in eighth grade. <laughs> but we all need to continue to nurture faith, not to be ashamed of it, like I said in my verse. And the key to that is we have these five by two practices, and one of them is scripture reading, and another one is prayer. And so in your devotional lives that you share, all of you are doing that. Uh, don't stop. You know, those are the kind of things that will keep you close to Jesus That in that on your own, but then also as you're working with Venture to be in with a group that God's put us together with other believers to support us. So thank you, ladies. Yeah, and on top of that, yeah, I know all of you, you know, go to worship, so continue to do that. And then you guys talked about different ways to bless others. And then the meaningful conversations, I think, is a big part of why I'm guessing you guys like the small group things that you do yeah. is because you get to have those conversations and share life with one another. So, yeah, awesome. So keep it up, as George said. So Kirsten, Anna, and Sydney, thank you again for taking the time and greatly appreciate you joining the podcast. To all our listeners, thank you for listening and tuning in. Um, We look forward to continuing these discipleship conversations. Now, go out and serve God and others.